What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Daddy Gang, welcome back to another episode of Call Her Daddy. I am so excited. I decided it's another solo week. I feel not refreshed. I was about to see, I feel great. I don't feel fucking great. I'm so hungover. I have an ear infection. I'm fucked up because I just got back from celebrating my birthday in Miami. And when I say I got back, I didn't, I'm not home actually. I'll explain that in a minute. Where the fuck am I? I was just in Miami celebrating my birthday. I had too much fun. And I know I've said everybody that keeps their birthday going for a week. I fucking hate you. I hate myself too. It just so happened that people, I was seeing different people throughout the week and we were having different parties and it was very fun. I had some old friends with me. Actually, one of them is in the room. Pan to my right. Lauren is here. I just don't want to go home. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang. I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. And it didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. So Lauren and I are still together, but we had a wild time. I went to 11 for the first time in my life. If you guys have never been to 11, neither have I, okay? And I had a full experience. I show up, and it's basically a full club and strip club, if that makes sense. So we show up and the first person that comes up to me works there and she's like, daddy, like I'm such a big fan. I love the show. Can I give you a massage? It's so cool. You guys, these women give people massages and I'm like, oh my God, no, like I have chronic neck pain. Like I don't want to, f- I'm like such a loser. I'm like, oh, so sorry. No, I have chronic neck pain, herniated disc. Like you don't want to touch my back. And then I see Lauren in the corner, just like taking shots. I'm like, but my friend Lauren would like a fucking massage. So Lauren sits her ass down and starts getting the most sexy sexual massage they're like going down her body they put oil on me (laughs) i didn't know that they put oil on me so lauren is literally sitting like this oh and i'm watching lauren having the time of her life to which then i turn to the girl i'm like wait how much is this gonna be i had no cash on me and she goes oh every 15 minutes is a hundred dollars i'm like get up lauren let's go i hand her like 50 bucks and i'm like that will be enough for lauren lauren got a nice little massage i love strip clubs they're a great time and it overall was a really good birthday i will say the one really there's a lot of incredible things about being engaged but the one really incredible thing about being engaged is like 
you can get so drunk and blackout and when you get home you can essentially make a fool of yourself or do the craziest shit that you can possibly think when you enter that bedroom and I'm gonna usually wake up and Matt's gonna still love me I get I stayed at the club for an hour longer than Matt Matt's like babe I I gotta go I gotta go I'm like I totally get it like I'm I'm with one with the strippers I get home and Matt is kind of half asleep and I walk into which he describes as a rageful beast and now when I look back so one of my friends that works with me Jordan goes I heard you leaving the club saying to Matt on the phone I need three things when I get home what was it a a tampon a vibrator and water I'm like, Matt, I need a tampon, a vibrator, and water. Classic Matt's like, okay, baby, like, I got you. I'll see you soon. I come home. I rip my clothes off. Like, it's not even sexy. I rip my clothes off, and I'm like, let's fuck. Matt throws me on the bed. He's like, okay, this is fun, whatever. We start having sex, and the minute his penis enters my vaginal walls, I start screaming. Like, it's just so not cute. Like, this is not cute. It's dramatic. I get it. And Matt's like, what, what, what? And I'm like, I definitely have a tampon in. Like, you need to take it out first. Like, I don't want to get toxic shock syndrome. Like, Lauren always has had tampons get stuck (laughs) in her fucking stomach. She's always like, it was one time. It was one time. Lauren, I remember the story. Lauren's like, something's not right. Something's going on. And I will never forget Lauren teaching me the lesson of like, you better not fuck with a tampon in because that's even worse than it just like getting stuck up there. That dick is going to shove that shit up until your titties. Okay. I don't recommend it. Okay. So. I like have this like really big fear and there's just like uh, I just have a big fear of it who wouldn't okay so I start screaming at Matt and he I'm like put your fingers in there and he's like what I shove my fingers up I start trying to get my tampon out I feel nothing I'm like Matt I open my legs as if I'm in the gynecologist's office and I'm like Matt get in there and Matt's like I really don't see anything like I didn't even feel anything with my dick I'm like get in there Matt starts putting his fingers inside of my vagina fishing around but it's not like cute I'm like do you feel it he's like no I'm like do you feel it I say get your phone turn on your flashlight app and inspect it inspector gadget find the tampon so Matt's like Jesus fucking Christ he gets the phone full flashlight legs up in the air I'm like do you see anything like what's going on up there he's like it looks beautiful like I don't see anything fine this is TMI so finally Matt claims that he doesn't Matt claims, Matt claims, I'm thinking about Matt's mom watching this, like, she's just, like, drinking her morning coffee, being like, all right, we're done, don't watch it this week, um, so Matt finally doesn't find a tampon in me, we proceed to have sex, and I find myself in very acrobatic situations when I'm feeling drunk, like, I, with Matt, usually have, like, my three go-to sex positions, it's either, what are they? (laughs) Lauren's so creepy in the corner (laughs) any for me and my boyfriend no very classics usually it's gonna be him off the bed me from behind something doggy style I love the from the side spooning position but like him up on his knees if that makes sense like not him spooning me but him on his knees me spooning and then another one it could possibly be like me with my legs over his shoulders just visualize it get turned on get your vibrator because this isn't hot actually so I do the position (laughs) I'm sweating already I proceed to do the position where my legs are over his shoulders and in this moment too just so you guys understand like yeah for sure Matt and I will have some kinky sex here and there and then like we'll have normal sex and then we'll have kinky sex leaving a strip club the inspiration was flowing. Do you know what I mean? Like we got in there and there were these two women specifically just like AI looking women. They had a star Wars helmet on their body and like just beautiful breasts and body. I'm so creepy, but I couldn't stop staring. I was waiting for like a lightsaber to come out. And then the other women were like twirling obviously on the pole. And like a lot of women were giving lap dances where their legs were going over men's heads and shoulders and all the things like kind of like circus delay, but like, stripper vibes just like hot as fuck so when I got back when I'm telling you guys I chose to do the legs over the shoulders it wasn't the classic legs over the shoulders it was giving I'm gonna ramp it up velocity 500 like I'm gonna like twist and turn them around his neck and like try to take my toe and like (laughs) give him a little ear massage with my big toe like I'm I'm pulling out all the stops it's going like this but it's like ooh. (laughs) Like, how can I get 
the crevice of that ear canal and like how could I like wipe his forehead and then like my shin is like giving his cheek a caressing with shots like I was trying my best to really lean into the acrobatic things that I saw at 11 and so I have my legs around him in the position that I really like but again at that 500 velocity ramping it up to do a little extra kinks and because I was really focused on my limbs not only my vagina and my body I was giving it all and because I was so focused on that my legs were really flailing like around and then all of a sudden little did I know we were backing up further and further and further towards the edge of the bed which then what I didn't remember is the Soho house has this thing where like the board on the outside of the mattress is not directly on the mattress. It's like six inches out. So like your phone can drop through like your socks, like my retainers, you know, you guys wear retainers too. Right. And so I wasn't thinking, and I'm, I'm, I'm flailing, I'm moving, I'm giving the acrobatic, I am stripper. I'm one with the dick. And all of a sudden he thrusts too hard. Mom, my, my, my legs, my legs flip over my body and my head smashes on the wood board and my legs flip somersault back over and I'm laying directly on the floor as I'm basically concussed and I'm out I didn't get concussed but I do have like a little bruise on my head Matt oh maybe this camera could show was like this I'm out. And I wasn't out because of concussion. I was like, I'm going to sleep. If you know me, which you guys do, but you don't know me in like a sexual way. Um, I, or do you? I guess you do now at this point. I'm one where wherever I land after sex when I'm drunk, I'm sat. I'm done. Don't touch me. Let me go. Let me live. <laughs> that was the worst part. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> This this is too much TMI, but like, here we are as I fling off the bed. <laughs> Matt's coming and going, oh, Alex, Alex. And as I'm fully on the floor, Matt is coming and checking if I'm like, okay, and or if I'm deceased. And his ejaculation is sprinkling onto me as... <laughs> Like, picture Matt fully just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm, and I'm like this. So if you are inspired, usually we come out here to get inspired. Like, Alex, like, give us that sexual energy again. Like, teach us how to do those sex moves. This is more of, like, what not to do for your birthday sex. But I did have a lot of fun, and it's a good story to tell. So just be careful. Helmets next time and just, like, Keep it 100 on your birthday. Um, what else happened in Miami? Wait, what's the jean shorts at When Kate Bailey fully fucking got me not allowed to get into my live for or whatever the fuck, 11. 11. I didn't know if that was Kate Bailey. Let's bring it up. So, someone that I work with, Kate Bailey. I love my publicist, but she is a lovely bitch how do we say it Kate you are the loveliest bitch I know Kate and I like to play pranks on each other Kate and I have a very interesting relationship I'm sweating I need to take this off before I tell the story you guys met Kate in Milan she is my publicist my pimple popper she's all the good things but in this moment she's a fucking cunt (laughs) okay so we're all drinking at dinner before we go to 11 Miami and Kate is like you're, you're going to love this place. You're going to have so much fun at this place. Like, I can't wait for you to go. I hate that there's video footage of this, but we're going to do it. So we show up in two different cars. Kate's in a car with a bunch of our friends. And then I'm in a car with a bunch of my friends. And I show up and I'm waiting for Kate because she's the one that organized the table. And we're standing outside of 11. And finally, Kate goes to the front of the line where, like, the table people are. And she's like, oh, a table for us. And these men look at me up and down from my toes to my eyeballs and they say she's not allowed in and like I'm drunk okay and I'm like wait why and they're like guys I'm still a little wounded so if I'm coming off bitter it's because I am so I'm standing there and I'm like wait why and they're like 
you can't come in <laughs> with that size short. It sounds so weird now that I'm saying it. You can't come inside the club with with that size denim short. Are those your boyfriends? To give you guys context, I will put up a photo. I was wearing, trying to be trendy, trying to switch it up from fucking bodysuits and jeans. I was wearing um, the like a long jean short, like over my knee, but like, and also baggy, like a baggy jean short with like a little top. Like it looked cute, you guys. I promise. Like it looked cute. Okay. Anyways, I'll post a photo. So he's like, yeah, your shorts are so big. We can't let you in with those denim big shorts. There is video footage, which I will play and I want to die. This is me when he says that. Really? I'm looking down at my shorts, like so insecure. Please show me the video so I can remember what I'm doing. It's so embarrassing. You have a lot baggy shorts in there. Oh, you have a dress code. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't get it. No, those are baggy. There are a lot of baggy shorts in there. I'm sorry. It's like the trend. What you buy? His shorts? You guys go. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to leave. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's okay. You get in the space. I'm going to go to Arby's. I'm going to get a snack. And I was like, oh, so you're basically saying I don't look sexy enough in these. Like, do you want me to take my pants off? And so they start objectifying me. Okay. And I'm like, what if they were just baggy, like, pants? And like, it's just the short. And I'm like, so then, oh, my God, I think there's a point where I roll them up past my kneecap. And I'm like, is it, is it hotter if you see my knee? What if I just go like this? And so I then I'm like, it's okay. You guys go in. And I'm like, so sad. I'm like, really want to go in the strip club. I'm like, okay, you guys go in. And then Kate Bailey looks at me and she goes, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I wasn't in the headspace for a joke because I was already insecure about the shorts. <laughs> okay. I've, I was trying to be a fashion girly in that moment. I was already insecure about the shorts and Kate is wheezing and all my friends are there wheezing, laughing. And I turned to Matt, of course, poor Matt. And I am like this. <laughs> and I'm like, did you know? <laughs> and Matt's like, and Matt's like, no, no. I'm like, you must have known. And like, poor Matt is like, no, I didn't know. Like, because to be fair, Matt at one point was like, let's fucking go. Like, who gives a fuck? Let's go fuck. Like, I'm over this place anyways. Let's go. And I'm like, no, I want to go see the strippers. And finally, Matt's like, no, I didn't know. But I could tell once Kate started laughing and filming you, then I knew. And I was too drunk that I didn't notice. I thought she was filming it so we could like upload it and be like, they discriminate against big shorts. I thought we were filming it like, you know how on TikTok people upload things where it's like, we will show you 11 Miami that like my big shorts are cool and fuck you for not letting me in. So I thought she was documenting on my side. Little did I know this fucking whore was just using me for her content. So I said to Kate, I said, Kate, watch your back. <laughs> I said, now it's on. You prank me. I'm going to prank you. And you will least expect it. And we agreed that our pranks can go like this. If you're the last one that pranked, you can't just keep pranking. So it's my turn, bitch. So if you're watching this, did you hear that knock at your door? Wonder who it is. No. Um, Kate, it's on. So now that we've gotten my big, the pants sagas done, or the shorts, um, the jorts, where am I? This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with Matt's, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. 
See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden, I see I have been paying the subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time-consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Curology. If you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology. I have personally struggled with acne my whole life. And I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them. So I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. This is the last episode of season two, okay? And what is the point of season two versus season three? I just make it up. You know what I mean? When I signed with Spotify, I had season one was year one. Season two is year two. And season three is my final like year of like my first deal with Spotify. So I figured like, why not just make it fun and more more like a TV show? And I hope each season you guys feel it gets better. Season one premiere was I glucked my way to the top, sucked so much dick to get to where I am today. Gluck luck 9000. Season two premiered with Hailey Bieber, which was fucking insane. Broke every possible record it could break. And now season three. I am in an undisclosed location, which you'll soon find out in two weeks. I am recording with someone that is going to be the guest of season three premiere. How I can describe seasons, though, to you guys, because in my brain, there's a lot of things that change. But for you guys, every season, I like to change my cover art. I like to change a little bit of like the vibe of the studio, maybe a little bit of the color changes. But my cover art for season two... It's going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a, I couldn't have looked worse. I don't know what the Debbie Ryan face is, but apparently everyone was annihilating me on the internet being like, you literally are doing the Debbie Ryan face. And so everyone was roasting me and I was going to reshoot my cover art, Daddy Gang, but this is the thing. You know, I am busy. Like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to do another cover art. So I was like, I'll just wait. And so season two, the content was great. The cover art was so fucking shit. And I'm embarrassed. I look like I'm an untasseled realtor. I'm giving, I'm giving like, take the blazer off, you fucking whore. You are still in your 20s. You can like still put your tits out and like have a good time. But for some reason, it's just giving nothing. So season three, I will have a new cover art. And I think it's going to be... I have no idea what it's going to be, but it's going to be better than season two. What was season one? Oh, season. I'll put all my seasons up here. Well, you season three will be a question mark. Season one, season two. Okay, you guys, I'm just currently editing this and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I am a dumbass because it's not season three. It's season four. 
I have been completely off on my seasons. Not that any of you really give a shit, but it does help me keep time. I am just completely neglecting the fact that I had season one was still with Barstool when I started doing this show solo. So we have season one cover art here. <laughs> season two cover art here. Season three cover art here, which is the one that I'm like, what was going on there? What what was going on? And then season four, well, that's not revealed yet. Oh my God, look at Henry. If you guys are watching this episode, there you go. Oh my God. So I'm about to say, so season three is coming. It's season four. <laughs> but you know what? You don't listen to what I say anyway. So just pretend I never said it. Season four is coming. When I'm referring to season three, it's season fucking four and it doesn't even matter. But yeah, okay. Goodbye. Ignore me. So season three is coming. New cover art and the first episode. What can I give you guys? There's a tiny, tiny, tiny little hint about season three. First episode. Who is the guest? Let's just say, and I'm going to bleep it out if this gives it away, but I am exhausted from trying to keep up with this person. Okay? That's all I'll say. This episode is brought to you by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what Azo products are for. They have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria and for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues. Try Azo Dual Protection. Azo Care That Goes There. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST at azoproducts.com. That's A-Z-O products.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know real when you get it, right, Daddy Gang? It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Say. Say is one makeup brand you need to be using if you love that effortless, glowy, no-makeup makeup look. Exclusively at Sephora, Say is certified clean and planet positive, going above and beyond to make sure each product is skincare-packed, high-performing, and sustainable. They have several award-winning products like their glowy super gel and slip-tint tinted moisturizer that hydrate and brighten skin for a dewy, sexy look. Shop the Say collection now at Sephora. Hi, Daddy Gang. So we're back. I want to just hang out with you guys, and like I said, this is the last episode of season two. It really means nothing for you guys. It's just for me, creatively. I just like to, like, change things a little bit, like I said. But I want to spend it with you guys alone today. So I, well, I guess Lauren's here. Alone? But- <laughs> what am I? <laughs> you um, are... I'm your most repeated guest of season two. It's true. It's so fucking true. And Lauren, when I say I'm alone, I'm not alone. Like, Lauren's here, but, like, you guys get it. Like, it's like we're together, we're alone, we're one. I'm here human. for emotional support yeah. and some logistical support. Yes. So I'm going to have Lauren read some of your questions, Daddy Gang, because I figured it's sometimes nice for me to not fully see them before. So I gave Lauren my phone. She screenshotted a bunch of your DMs. And I want to, like, actually, because sometimes I, like, read through them and I think about it, but I just want to genuinely react as if it's, like, I'm your friend. I'm hearing it for the first time. What comes to mind? Let's get into it. Question. I'm not going to do the whole thing because I will start sweating. But question. Love the motherfucking week. Let's go. Laren, daddy gang's first question. Go. Question one. I've gotten super close with one of my guy friends over the past few months. We always have the best time together and I genuinely love being around him. But lately, the vibes have been getting really flirty and he's been making jokes about us hooking up. I'm conflicted. I'm kind of into it, but 
I'm also worried that if we do anything, I'll totally ruin our friendship. What should I do? Okay, this is like the worst question ever because I feel like there's only one answer always when it comes to hooking up with a friend or a best friend specifically this is your best guy friend is like if you're gonna do it the goal is you guys end up getting married right it's like it worked we were both in love I fell in love with my best friend but for the most part it's like it usually doesn't end great because the feelings have to be so fucking mutual and if you're such good friends I feel like a lot of the times one party is usually so happy with that friendship. My only concern is that he has been joking, saying, like, we should hook up. And that leads me to believe he could be testing the waters. Because I don't think he would say that unless he actually genuinely meant that clearly since you guys are friends. So my question back to you is, how do you feel about him? Are you sexually attracted to him? Do you like him? I think the topic of hooking up with your best friend is always, I get it written so often, daddy gang. And I guess the only thing I can say is like, just know it will never be the same again. Again, goal is sure you both fall in love and you're married. But for the most part of everything I've seen, my experience is, is like one person is way more invested. And if you tell that person you have feelings for them or you go for it or you fuck one night and you wake up, it's never going to be the same and you have to be okay with that. So I have people write in saying, I'm so in love with my best friend. I need to tell them I need to act on it totally, but just recognize that you can't be then upset by the repercussions because that also does put someone else in an uncomfortable position. If they have no feelings for you, the relationship's just going to be different. Right. I mean, what do you think Lauren? I've never been in love with any of my guy friends. Me either. It's just too much of a sticky situation where like, I think sometimes like, especially depending on your age, which I always hate using age, but like if you're in college, like I think sometimes people just like want are like more reactive with like their like physical emotions of just like, oh, I'm horny. Like he is hot. She is hot. Like I kind of want to go for it. And you just have to really pause and think like if this is like you're in your 30s, this is your best friend. He's your only friend or she's your only friend in San Francisco. You guys live there together. You have your lives are entangled. But like and this would be like someone you want to marry one day. Like I just I don't know. Oh, I do have a thought, actually. Okay, go ahead. I think the circumstances can be a factor. Like if you are in a phase of dating and like you're in a rut right now and you've gone on like a string of bad dates and like you're in that phase, you're just like going on those painful first dates and you're having awkward conversation and then like maybe you're leaving that bad date with a guy and you're going to talk to like meeting up with your guy friend and you're having easy conversation I think taking the circumstances into like fact like into consideration consideration, like am I kind of looking for something that's already familiar and comfortable because I'm feeling bad about striking out in other places yeah and just because you can have good conversation with someone doesn't necessarily mean like you should go for them I love that and I also think like sometimes when you I agree if you're single and you just like are in that rut friends can start to look real good or if like you saw them get with someone that's hot and you're like maybe I haven't been seeing them in the right way like you need to make sure you're not clouded by your horniness and you're just like your desperado vibe like which I've always been and of like people start looking real good like the guy started hooking up with my junior year of college it was like where was I? I was desperate and he just started looking good because he lived down the hall and I was like, oh, Jeremy. His name wasn't Jeremy, but you know who you are. It just shouldn't have, well, hopefully you don't watch this because it should have never happened. But I guess take the shot if you want, but I love you and daddy gang just know I personally think it's always better to not act on it than to act on it unless you are 100% sure that you're like, I cannot live my life unless I tell this person I love them so much and I'm okay if our friendship ends because it's so painful to me to be in a relationship with this person as a friend. If I, we can't have more than I, I have to get away because I can't stop thinking about them. If it's not that dire, then like, come on, there's other dick around. Let's, let's move on. Next question. You know when like you read in like class and yes. you're like I'm a good reader and like I know how to read but, like when you're reading for class Are you you're like stressed? Oh, oh oh like I forget what the like Lauren is stressed. English my first language I'm like Lauren go I'm like Lauren go okay 
My best friend is still hooked on a guy that broke up with her four years ago. She constantly compares every single guy that she gets with or even has potential with to her ex. She is very fragile, so I don't know how to approach the situation. But she's closed herself off to new opportunities and I want her to be happy. How do I tell her it's time to move the fuck on? You don't. <laughs> you don't. I, I totally hear you. It's so fucking annoying if you have a friend that's still not over that ex and they go on the date and they're like it was good and you're like well what was bad about it nothing he just like he's not like jake and you're like jake literally broke your heart four years ago never liked you you fucking whore move on but it's like i think sometimes everyone has to figure it out on their own and i think let's play it out so what are you gonna do you could let's role play you could be like Listen, I feel like I keep seeing you trying so hard to go on dates and you're always comparing them to Jake and I love you so much. You deserve so much better. Like, think about it. Like, he broke your heart. You don't want someone like him. Like, you deserve so much better. You can only do so many of those pep talks, daddy gang. You can, of course, you should at one point hype your friend up, remind them they're better than that last ex. But I also think when people are heartbroken, you kind of just have to let them figure it out for themselves. And I feel like a lot of times the only way for them to actually get over that person that they were so in love with is when they find someone new. So I would say for your friendship, be her hype man. I get it's annoying as fuck that she probably is like another bad date and you're like, I don't want to hear about it. And you're like, close your door because you're like, I bet what? He's not as good as Jake. I also think there's just like, block her out support her be like oh I'm sorry well you'll get the next one like keep trying girl like because what then you're just gonna be the friend that's like you really need to get over him like he's not shit like no you're not gonna be the one that helps your friend full like be there for her but I think sometimes girls we have this like frustration when a friend can't get over it bitch you'll be there in two fucking months when Brad breaks up with you you're gonna be crying about Brad for the next fucking six years until you find the next right person so let everyone grieve in their own timeline I think sometimes it makes it even worse in the beginning when you're trying to start dating and you can't help but compare the comfort of an ex even if they were a fucking asshole at least they were predictable and you knew who they were so just give her some fucking time okay I know you said it was four years ago but it may feel like four days for her okay she's on the struggle bus let her ride it until she's done Next question. I just got out of a long-term relationship and I'm starting to get back into dating. It's been years since I've had sex with someone who isn't my boyfriend and I'm so nervous. How do I begin having sex with new people? Oh, it's so hard because I feel like unless you are someone that like goes out immediately and fucks someone and you're like, woo, I got back on the horse like I'm ready. You do overthink it and you have to try to not. But I also think you should give yourself some grace of like, no matter, again, if the the relationship was toxic or healthy, it's not easy to be intimate with someone again, especially if you were in a long-term relationship. You get so used to the sex that you have with your partner. You know each other's bodies. You know you know how to make out. Like, we were talking about this the other day. Lauren and I were like, how weird when you do start hooking up with someone new, how annoying it is to go in for those first few date makeouts. Because, like, you're like... Are they going upper lip, lower lip? How much tongue do they fucking use? Like, there's a lot of room for error in makeouts. Like, I think sex is almost easier. <laughs> yes. Like, making out is like fucking awkward at first because, oh my God, I remember when I met Slim Shady, I was like, I have to teach him. I have to teach this man how to make out because he's clawing at my face. He's biting me. He doesn't use tongue. His lips are this wide open. And I'm like, let me in there. Like, you got to work it. So I would say when you're getting back out there, be patient because you're going to overthink and you just have to realize like it's going to come. But I think it's actually being just faking your confidence of like uh, every they're feeling the same way too. They're figuring out your body. Just go for it. If you start overthinking things, you're also going to like prohibit yourself from just getting out there. Have a couple bad fucks, have a couple bad makeouts, have a couple bad kisses. It's okay. Who cares what they're going to judge you? It's okay. You're going to be fine. It doesn't really matter. Something, um, like kind of like hot and like comforting that someone said to me it was one of the first few people that I had sex with after getting out of my seven-year relationship and he was like that sex was so great and I can't wait for the next time and the next time when we get to know each other and what we like more yes and I was like yes yes that's what's crazy is like I feel like the first time you fuck with someone like 
unless there are those moments where you're like whoa that was like one and that was wild and holy shit but a lot of times if you know weirdly like you're going on dates and you're talking to this person it's not like out at the club there's like this like feral energy where you're like I need to fuck this person this is gonna be insane when you're going on dates and you're talking it's almost like you put more pressure when you get to know the person a little bit because you care what they think of you so if you're putting yourself back out there just remember it's going to feel a little weird at first but once you get back on that fucking horse and giddy up smooth sailing don't overthink it it's not all on you baby girl okay you could just lay there and I was just gonna say if all starts going south just lay there and be like go downstairs go downstairs do a little like hip movement hump his face a little bit and you're gonna be good okay next next question one of my friends has turned into a total cock block Every time we go out, she tries to get in the way of me talking to guys. She'll either interrupt me or drag me away to a different part of the bar. When I do end up going home with someone, she gets mad at me for ruining girls' night. I don't think I'm ruining anything. I want her to have fun, obviously, but to me, part of fun is flirting with guys. How do I talk to her about this? Okay, that's like a red flag. Sorry. But, like, I'm trying to, like, be empathetic and come from her perspective my one thought is like maybe she's jealous of you in terms of like are you the person that's always going home with the guy and like what's her social life or like her dating life like like is she kind of in that rut where like I could see her being like I never get to go home with anyone so if I can't nobody does that's just a bad mentality but like I'm just thinking maybe that's why I would say number two which could be controversial but like she could be in love with you like I have seen people do that where it's like they're so fixated on the person's dating life and they're so obsessed and blah 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 and they're friends and it's like well they're obsessed with you and they love you and like they're jealous but let's pretend that's not the case the one thing that I don't fuck with is her verbalizing to you that you're ruining girls nights it's like it's one thing for you to see like she's trying to like keep you at the bar and then you go and then she drops it but to say in the morning like yeah you just like ruin our girls nights because you always leave. It's one thing. Don't you agree Lauren? If you're sitting at a girls wine night you're always hanging out in apartments you're kind of like having nights like that and she's constantly leaving the nights where it's supposed to be more chill and she's like gotta go get that dick I'd be like yeah you're a fucking dick rider you need to fucking give your vagina like a night on ice and fucking chill for a second you fucking whore like you can stay in with the girls for one night but if you guys are going out that's the fun of going out when you're single and like finding guys finding girls to hook up with I guess you could just approach her and say one thing of like hey I love going out together. I feel like our group is thriving recently. We have so much fun, but I do want to bring up to you that I feel like recently you've made a couple comments to me the morning afters of just like me ruining girls night and stuff. And I just want to kind of clear the air because obviously that kind of statement makes me feel a little icky and I love you and I want to make sure we're good of like what's going on like obviously like I love hanging out and then like if I find a guy like I'm so excited like I want to like end the night on like a fun note and try to hook up with someone and find someone like can we just talk about this and then kind of put it on her and see what she says if she's like yeah I just feel like you're like always ditching the girls for guys it's like well I like love hooking up with people and I'm there the whole night and then at the end Becky we're not going in bed together and like licking each other's clits like I need I need Kyle getting down and dirty on me or I need Samantha that I met at the bar getting down and dirty like we're not doing that together so I am trying to get my nut like respectfully like I know you love your vibrator but like I I want a good dick or another vagina but you're not leaving 30 minutes in I used to hate my friends sometimes that would do that I was gonna say like if it's like an hour in and you're like inviting the guys over it's like an hour in and so you're like I gotta go that ruins the vibe like I I get could get that I guess timing is important here like if you're have a small group of girls too if it's like four of you and one of you 30 minutes in bounces with a dude it's like oh fuck like that does kind of ruin the vibe because you need that group energy that you plan to go out with so just um yeah but I think a cock blocker is usually a sign of insecurity or jealousy and I think you can nip it in the butt like it's not that fucking deep like let's all have fun let's all get ours and like yeah I may be getting more frequently I'll help you let me wingman you. You can't cock block me if I'm trying to get a fucking dick shove up your asshole. Like, let's go. Come on. The girl's like taking notes and she's like, oh, I'll get you a dick up your asshole. Okay, yeah, let me go talk to her about that. It'll feel great. Just do a little double P together. 
Oh, a threesome. Next time you're leaving, be like, I know you want to come. Let's go. And you just bring her in. Fun. Okay. <laughs> Next question. My friend keeps flirting with my boyfriend in front of me. Oh! It's super obvious and makes me and him so uncomfortable. I don't want her to think I'm accusing her of anything, but how do I tell her to stop? Girl. <laughs> Girl. We got to talk. That's not a friend. If... My friend was flirting with my boyfriend. That is just not a girl's girl. That is like someone that's like intentionally. That'd be like you, Lauren, when we were living together, like walking out in like your little thong booty shorts and be like, oh, Matt, like I didn't know you were going to be here. And like, it's just giving like fucked up and like not being a good friend. I would say it's giving trying to put you down and that I just need his attention and yes. validation. And like trying to like, intentionally which is crazy that she's not that she's doing it in front of you which like I was gonna say is there any chance that they fucked and then I was thinking for a second no because I feel like if they fucked they would be so skittish and like awkward around each other because they. Would I be- don't know you didn't learn anything from Sandoval oh you're so right mm-hmm. like her jumping on his back mm-hmm. okay this is what I would say I think the first conversation actually could be with your boyfriend because I've, we've already established this girl is not really your friend. Sorry. But like, if your friend is fucking flirting with your boyfriend in front of you, there's like no respect unless this is just like, a no, actually I take it back when people are like, she's just a flirty person. I don't care. That's just, you have to have some self-awareness or why would you want to be friends with someone that's like so unself-aware? Cause then that is someone that fucks your boyfriend. I would have a conversation with your boyfriend being like, babe, I know, obviously, like, I trust you, but no, we actually don't trust fucking anyone. You're right. Scandival told us everything we needed to know. You're going to be like, imagine you do it in front of both of them. She goes to flirt with him. Pause. Pause. Nope. Pause. What was that? What was that? Are you trying to fuck Ben? Wait, let's get real realistic here. Okay. Let's imagine me, you, and Matt. Okay. I... Oh my gosh, she's making me like cringe thinking about like flirting with Matt. I like put my knee, my hand on Matt's knee and I'm like, Matt, you just look look so good tonight. Like Alex, doesn't Matt look like amazing tonight? What would you say in that moment if I did that? Lauren, can I talk to you for a second privately? (laughs) Boom! (laughs) No, I'd say Lauren. (laughs) I don't. Lauren, can I talk to you for a second privately? I would pull you aside and be like, listen, I love you and I love our relationship so much, but this isn't working for me. And you would be like, what? I haven't said anything because obviously I'm always trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. I love you. You're my best friend. But like you're blatantly flirting with my boyfriend in front of me. And that's not really cool because I would never disrespect you like that. And it is giving full disrespect. And then say, can you please explain what is your intention here? What's your intention? And if she's like, oh my gosh, Alex, like, babe, no. And she's just like gaslighting all of her little energy into your face. You remove yourself from the situation if it doesn't stop. If she's like, I am so fucking sorry. I'm so awfully single. And I will just admit I flirt with everything that has a pulse. And this is so fucking embarrassing. And I promise you this will never happen again. I'm so embarrassed. And I apologize. about. If you get that response and it never happens again, I guess let's give her the benefit of the doubt. But if she's like, babe, what? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Like, no. Like, I think you're reading into it. No. Cutter. Cutter. I'm like triggered over here in the corner. The only other thing you could do is I personally would never date someone that also wouldn't stand up for our relationship. Like if that was happening to Matt and I addressed it with him, like I would say to Matt privately, every single time she flirts with you, I need you to verbally say something back to her. And if you don't, it just makes me look like an idiot. And it looks like you don't care. Isn't it more on you though? Because it's your friend. It is. But it's also the respect of like, Matt can also is in a relationship. He can also stand up and he can make her like feel like a little uncomfortable. Like, so he, why are you saying that? Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm sorry. That makes me really uncomfortable. That makes Alex and I very uncomfortable. Please don't make those comments like something like that. And then just don't hang out with this fucking cunt anymore. I'm sorry. But like people that just go like, there's so, much fucking dick on this planet it's like everywhere you can't get away from penises like go find a fucking other one and if you can't not my fucking problem but you don't homie hop onto my boyfriend's fucking dick thank you next people are being deviant this week we got fucking girls cock blocking girls we got girls trying to fucking fuck other girls boyfriends yeah daddy gang i kind of want something funny guys 
my housekeeper Diego is the most amazing man in the world and every time Diego comes and cleans he's like he's like oh I always have to like make sure all your sex toys are cleaned and I was like Diego what and so he says to the person that Matt and I are working with Alex and all of her toys I'm always cleaning up her toys and I was like what and he was like fully like oh yeah and like you know Diego like he doesn't leave one fucking part of the house like unscathed like he is scrubbing every corner like Diego's fully like scrubbing the butt pugs like scrubbing the vibrators and he's so happy to do it and he like puts them in order and like makes them look all beautiful for Matt and I and so like Diego I didn't realize has been fully cleaning my sex toys if you think your housekeeper is better than mine try again okay daddy gang that is it for not only this week's episode but this season when I look back on this season, I'm overwhelmed, I think, with how many different like formats and things that happened and musical artists started coming on. We had our first musical artist sing and now we have people that come on and like perform on the show. To this day, I can't thank you guys enough because I literally wouldn't be able to sit and meet some of these people and have conversations with them if it wasn't for you. So just know that season three, we're only getting better. We're only getting bigger and it's because of you. So Thank you for listening to my ass every week on Wednesdays, hanging out with me, looking forward to things because truly I know I've now been doing this for five years. Oh my God. Caller Daddy started in 2018. I've now been doing this solo for, this is going on my fourth year. And it literally feels like yesterday I started this thing. Like, it's just getting better. I love doing this for you guys. I love doing it for myself. This is so fucking fun. I feel like I have the dream job, and I can't thank you guys enough for holding it down with me, going through my crazy fucking transitions of life and content and all the things. You really are the best I could ever fucking ask for, Daddy Gang. Truly the strongest fucking, I don't even want to say podcast gang in the world. Well, the gang does give a negative. Um, we are the strongest gang in the United States. No, we are the strongest gang in the world. Um, it's giving, um, you know what I'm saying. Um, we are solid gang members together. <laughs> We are the strongest fucking gang. I truly could not ask for better fans, followers, listeners, all the fucking things. You guys are the motherfucking shit. And I will not see you fuckers next Wednesday. I will see you fuckers in two Wednesdays for the season premiere of season three. Let me just be clear. You are not fucking ready. I love you guys. Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.